Lights, camera, action. Today on the Sausage Tray, we talk about movies. But first, we're going <laughs> to... You, you don't like my funny intros? No, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it, man. It just took me <laughs> Keep going, surprise. keep going, keep I'm going. So, All right. So, so today, we're going to talk about movies. But first, let's get into some housekeeping. So I'm going to throw it at you, Justin. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate that. I'm still <laughs> stunned by your announcer voice <laughs> and all that good shit. Oh, yeah. I'm Josh. This is Justin. And that's Eric. I was going to do intros since Josh forgot. But all right, here we are. You can do, uh, them, do them, too, if you want. Man. All right, yeah. So my name is Justin. This is Josh and Eric. Welcome to the Sausage Tray. We go up every other Friday on youtube.com slash roommates gaming and we alternate with hard at play which is our video game focused podcast that also goes up on Fridays uh, again find us over on YouTube we do put these up on our Facebook page but you can also check us out on Twitter Instagram and on twitch.tv slash roommates gaming but please look below this video for the link to our discord join that group and get in there and talk with us. We got a couple of channels going, and we got we're actually talking about some fun things we're going to be doing in the Discord today uh, and moving forward. Um, if you'd rather listen to us, that's perfectly fine because I know I look funny. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, pretty much all podcast platforms. Links below for that as well, and we do publish these out to our social media accounts so you can see all that fun stuff. Uh, a couple more things before we get started. You probably saw our gameplay video of Crawl, which was one of the most fun experiences that I have had as an adult. <laughs> uh, it went up this past Monday, had a blast, and got my ass handed to me. We all did, though, so it's okay. <laughs> I mean, true. Um, the game's hard to win. It is very hard to win when you have good friends. <laughs> um, and then next... It checks out. <laughs> yeah, it checks out. Next Monday, you'll see me and Cameron continue to destroy things and charge people money for it as we do Property Dads 2. Uh, it's a blast, and I'm looking forward to actually hopefully playing some more of that in the future, too. Yeah, I would definitely like to continue that as a series. That shit is dope, and I really <laughs> enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. We're, we're going to eventually just boil down into just, like, five games that we just continually play. <laughs> yeah. gonna, gang we're, Beasts. It's going to stop being variety. It's just going to be gang, be, gang Beasts. Uh, uh, house game, Flipper. House, yeah, uh, house, house Flipper. Yeah. Crawl. That's just Property Dads now. It's yeah, not it's House just, Flipper it's Property Dads. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a couple of niche things that we just keep redoing. <laughs> yep. and I want to get back to Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Oh, yeah, that's Castle the other Crashers, because yep. that was fun. Um, but yeah, you can check all that stuff out on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash roommatesgaming. There's a long backlog of stuff for you to check out over there. <laughs> Uh, we're really happy about it. We're excited about the things we have coming, and we appreciate you guys joining us for it. Again, please jump into the Discord to give us some thoughts on what we should play, what we should talk about for these podcasts. Let us know um, what you guys would like to hear us kick around as far as a topic, because we love that kind of interaction, and we're pretty active talking to people in there almost daily anyway. So... With all that being said, I'm going to throw it back over to Josh for his movie announcer. All right, Mr. Movie Phone, what do you got? <laughs> Today, playing in the theater near you. <laughs> there is now one man who works for Movie Phone. They have one corporate employee, and I was amazed to find out that they had a single employee and not zero. I was about to say, I they still exist? shut down for 
ever ago. Really? Yeah. How the fuck is movie phone still a thing? And, what? And AOL still owns it. So Time Warner still, still owns it. And they're paying one dude to just sit there and answer That's the fucking your... phone. <laughs> Do movie phone. What the? That is so weird. Yep. You had old people. Old people. I, I swear to yep. God. I, I, know, old people. I almost want to call it now. <laughs> just call them up. Yeah, what's up, movie phone? Oh, God. Today, you're going to find out. <laughs> All right, keep uh, talking. While, while <laughs> keep Justin, talking, nobody dies. <laughs> while Justin looks up the movie phone, man, I'm going to say an announcement. <laughs> no, um, I'm going to say, say an, an announcement. <laughs> I'm going to announce an announcement <laughs> of announcing things. Oh, by the way, I did forget to say in our intro, this is our show that never stays on the rails. It <laughs> falls apart quickly, and I mean, here we the, are at this five point, minutes we don't in. Even, at this point, we don't even put it on the rails. We just kind of put it rail adjacent and turn it on. Yeah, I mean, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, this is one of those toy ones. And it's like we a just toy train. Turn the max speed, max speed all, yeah. all the way We've up. We built this really yeah. elaborate train set, and we just put the strongest train we have and just max speed. <laughs> but, the, but the train isn't even for that train set. It's nope. a the train looked cooler in a different box. Yep. <laughs> it's a bullet train from a completely different set. And this is <laughs> like an old and like you know steam powered train track. So it's <laughs> this fucking flies off and careens into the side of the wall and uh. jettisons in it. <laughs> Keep going. I'm still looking at movie phone. <laughs> um, but speaking of movies, uh, we are announcing a movie club for our Discord and for the Sausage Tray specifically. We are going to um, have a suggestion of a movie each week or each other week they, uh, for the Sausage Tray. And um, we're going to watch it. And then we want you to watch it in our Discord. We want you to, you know... Give us your thoughts, how you like the movie. Give us like a, a small review. Um, we'll give us a small review, just like it's a book club, but with movies instead. And uh, every beginning of the sausage tray, after we get through our normal bullshit, we'll do our movie club and, you know, just discuss the movie that we suggested. Suggested. We'll, you know, take turns. We'll even take uh, Discord suggestions as well. We want to have that interaction with uh, our audience and uh, the people in our Discord. So that's another reason you should uh, hop onto that Discord. Um, we'll also, you know, throw it out on like Twitter yep. and stuff like that to get other people who may not, you know, be follow us on other stuff that they may not get into our Discord. So that way we can have like build up a little movie club community because I mean we all love movies here, yep. just like we love games. Um, but yeah, we're going to start a movie club, and uh, Eric is the first suggestion this week, and then it'll go Justin, then myself, and then it'll go on a rotation, and uh, so, Eric, what is your movie that you're suggesting for everyone to watch? So my movie is from 1995. It's called 12 Monkeys. You may have uh, seen a TV show of a, of a very similar name. Um there's a good reason for that. It's the same story. Uh, just the, the TV show is definitely, uh, as most TV shows are, different. Uh, and also has a lot more time to go into detail about stuff. But uh, 12 Monkeys is a science fiction, time travel, kind of like post-apocalyptic conspiracy yeah. thing. Yeah, it, It's hard to describe, honestly. Um, They're like dystopian, kind of like time travel yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, Bruce Willis uh, playing, starring, whatever. But uh, yeah, it's like uh, like old-fashioned time travel where it takes some really giant convoluted machine 
it almost got like steampunk aspects because there's this giant fucking machine that they have, or at least in the TV show. I can't remember if they actually show the machine in, in the, the movie. movie. Yeah. It's been a while since we've seen the yeah, movie. We, it's been a while since we watched the movie, so it'll be good to... Yeah. I don't but, think uh, I've ever seen this movie. You haven't? <clears throat> yeah, but uh, just to avoid any like, like... I think it's like a pretty good cult yeah, classic. Just, just to avoid... Got, um, Brad Pitt in it Yeah, Bruce well. Willis, Brad Pitt, um, Madeline Stowe. I don't know if anyone knows who that is, but... <clears throat> Uh, but to to avoid rambling about it and accidentally talking about spoilers and whatnot, I'm just I'm just gonna be super basic here and read the like synopsis. yeah the little synopsis thing that they would do like when you're like trying to look for something on Netflix. Traveling back in time isn't simple, as James Cole Bruce Willis learns the hard way. Imprisoned in the 2030s, James is recruited for a mission that will send him back to the 1990s. Once there, he's supposed to gather information about a. I'm not sure how to pronounce that word. <laughs> Once there, he's supposed to gather information about a nascent plague that's about to exterminate the vast majority of the world's population. But aside from the manic Jeffrey, Brad Pitt, oh shit, he gets little in the way of cooperation. He's trying not to save least us from coronavirus. Oh shit, <laughs> not least from medical gatekeepers like Dr. Catherine Rayleigh, Madeline Stowe. Uh, but yeah, it's essentially you know post-apocalyptic there's a virus gotta travel back in time to find a cure for the virus or stop it from spreading altogether it's a real good movie there are ducks or there's something outside those are <laughs> the, the, the monster demon ducks the monkeys are here yeah oh shit the 12 oh, monkeys shit. are here <laughs> all right but yeah it, it's real good i would also recommend watching the tv show too the tv show is actually what uh we watched. We started. Me and Josh started watching the TV show because uh, we just we like watching shit. And uh, then Josh discovered that there was a movie before there was a TV show. And then we watched that. And the movie is honestly for me just as good as the TV show, even though the TV show goes into more detail. I'm gonna have to check this out. I'm looking forward to it now. I'm, I'm a big I, time travel guy, so yeah. if, if you if you put time travel in your story, I'm probably gonna like it. Time traveler's wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've uh, I've seen I've seen like uh, an episode of the show in passing. I never I didn't mm -hmm. like lock into it. The first uh, season is kind of weird, but yeah. once if it's like up your alley, elite for the TV show. If 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 you get a few episodes in and you still want to watch it, it just keeps. It just, it just keeps taking more and more and more from you. <laughs> All right, I'm looking forward to this. And I believe you can watch it on Netflix if you are yeah. wondering where you can find it. I'm pretty it. sure. Yeah, I was I, I was attempting to look it up to see where it was, if it was still on Netflix still. I, w I actually just tried to look that up, and I didn't see it. Same. Oh, I was looking it up too. And yeah, like... I saw that you can like watch it on YouTube and all yeah, that. Yeah, I saw YouTube. Like $3.99, but... Um, but there was like... Uh, I know this is complete. Prime and all the other YouTube, well, Voodoo, there's a, Google well, Play movies, Amazon. I was Prime. gonna say right here, it shows up like on like the Netflix okay. at like thing, but mm -hmm. I don't have. I'm not logged into Netflix on my phone, yeah, so I don't know if it would actually start playing the movie or not, I, or if it'd be yeah. like actually this movie's not on anymore. But yeah, if you can if you can find it, we we saw it on Netflix. Um, you can tell how. Prepared we are for oh, yes. these we things. Just, we just pulled this out. <laughs> we, we talked about this earlier, but we just pulled all of this. Like 18 yep. minutes. All, of, all of this is straight just right now. It's coming up. All right. That's cool. Uh, like, uh, like Josh was saying, if you watch the movie, as you fucking should, uh, <laughs> then a week from tomorrow, so next Saturday, 
any thoughts you have, anything you want to address about the movie, throw it in the Discord on the channel that we're going to put up for uh, the movie club. We should all watch it too, just to be fresh on it. Oh, I'm yeah, totally going to watch it because I've never seen it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, throw your thoughts in that chan- in the movie the movie club channel that we're going to put up on Discord. And if you have something to say, maybe we'll read it on the show. Like, <laughs> pull that in as part of the discussion because we do want you guys to actually be part of this. We want it to be interactive and fun. Mm-hmm. So... And if you have, if you want to talk about it in the comments section, go ahead. Feel free to do that there yeah. too. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Wherever you can find yeah. us, you know. We would like to interact with you more. Yep. Pit, like if you have a movie that you want to throw out for us to watch, that's cool. We want to see that. Like Josh said, we want your suggestions. Throw us a title, the year it came out, and the elevator pitch for the movie. <laughs> like to get us, like just throw that in the Discord channel so we can all see it and be like, hey, that's that'd be one we they think it'd be cool to do. Yeah. So, and also, if you like know where we can watch it, um, yes, that, that'd be good. Yeah. To let us know too. Um, if it's not on any of the platforms, that's mm-hmm. fine. We'll find a way to watch it. But if you do know where you can find it easily, then yeah, go ahead and shout that out. That's why I was trying to see where it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what well, it says it's still yeah. on Netflix, but I can't actually get it to. Br- but that's a whole nother story. Yeah. <laughs> um, to make it easier for. Both parties. So if we tell you, hey, watch this movie, you'll be like, oh, well, I know I can go just go steal my you know, cousin Greg's Netflix yeah. login right quick and watch this one day. And then, <laughs> thanks, yeah, we, Greg. We all enjoy just kind of watching stuff and discussing about it. And it, we, we all think it'd be really cool if we did that with our Discord and the rest of the community. Right. Yeah. Uh, we haven't discussed this yet, but I would like to throw it out. I think we should keep this tied to just movies for now. We're going to have... TV shows that come up that yeah. we're going to watch. Yeah, talk TV about. shows are much bigger. That's a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. They take a so, lot more effort. So for now, let's just do movies and we'll more than likely, you fuck, how many episodes have we talked about the goddamn Witcher at this point? Like, so yeah, we'll, we'll we open it up. We love shows and movies. And yes, <laughs> we do. So, uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Same. You guys saw some movies. Yep. Uh, that we you had wanted to talk about double feature actually. We went, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we went. Uh, the me, uh, Eric, and JT, another member, he of our uh, channel, the, the other roommate proper, the other roommate proper. Um, we all went to see. Uh, we all went to see uh, Sonic and Birds of Prey over the weekend. Uh, we had a <laughs> daily double feature. We literally <laughs> saw a movie had lunch and then went back yep. to the theater and watched a movie again. Um, it was great. I haven't done one of those in a long time and it was awesome. Uh, like I said, cause I love, I fucking love movies and I like the idea of cinema and stuff like that. I may not be like the most perverse and know every, yeah, I'm little, not like a media file or anything. But. I may not know like every ins and outs, but I love learning about the craft of, um, filmmaking and movies in general so watching movies back to back and stuff like that is something that actually yeah. like excites me. Right. <laughs> I, I really enjoy a story. Like it doesn't even have to be a good story. I just really enjoy a story. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm right there too. I like to be <laughs> I like to be captured by a story. Again, it can be a bad story, but I like I like a story. <laughs> but yeah, and also like you know just watching weird stuff sometimes too. Like I'll I'll watch it, um, or I'll hear like it's one of these movies that like 
people will talk about, but like they're like, I don't know how I felt about this movie. Mm-hmm. I want to watch it just because of like this seems interesting, and then I'll watch it and either go, oh yeah, no, I totally like yeah, this director has great vision and stuff, but it was still a weird story. But lighthouse, <laughs> something like the lighthouse, yeah. Um, but we saw Sonic and uh, Birds of Prey. We saw Sonic first, and then we saw Birds of Prey, and. Before we like give our review, it'll be spoiler free. As spoiler free as we can manage. As we can manage, uh, because you haven't seen them, and right. we don't know who hasn't seen them. But it also at this point would have been like a week since the yeah. movies have came out, and so just like, like there's the, like a soft spoiler warning here. Um, we'll try our best to be non-spoiler. All right. So at this point in real life, <laughs> it is three days. So give me a break. <laughs> There's a reason why I just read the synopsis of 12 yeah. Monkeys, because we'll start rambling and say stuff we don't intend on spoiling. Yeah, I'll tr- I'm going to try my best. I'm, I, I'm trying to think of what I would consider a spoiler for some of the movies. Um, obviously, any, like... I mean, I guess... Moving on. We definitely won't talk about any major plot points. Yeah. Birds of Prey doesn't bother me at all. Uh, now, I understand that it might bother some viewers. I don't know how heavily Birds of Prey taps on the DCU's direction because, or like how it fits into the rest of the DCU because it, it doesn't, it's kind of standalone. Yeah, I was going to say, well, when we talk about it, I definitely will bring some of that up because it's, it it's in a weird feel, position. Yeah, it does feel like a standalone, <laughs> but they reference things that have already happened. But, like, but the Sega Cinematic Universe, don't fuck with that. Oh, I can't. Like, I'm like, I'm actually oh, here for yeah, the no, Sega. Yeah, no, I'm 100% here yeah. for Like, it's not a spoiler. But they have an intro splash for Sega, and it starts off on the first Sonic, and then it gets out, and it starts showing up a bunch of other Sega uh, games. And I was like, I leaned over, I'm like, what is this, the you know Sega Cinematic Universe? And um and then I saw that like there was a Yakuza like thing. I'm like, I'm here for that Yakuza movie. And Dude, he, a Yakuza movie was, was like, so cool. That'd be badass. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm here for a Yakuza movie if this is true. And then he's like, You're not here for Dude. it. And then I saw it as he like was like, You're not here it, for it. And I saw him like Oh, I'm here for Jet Dude. Set Radio <laughs> Dude. movie too. Dude, a Yakuza series of movies would be so it'd be it'd be like the new Fast and Furious, but, <laughs> but it actually Japanese makes sense how also. it keeps ramping up because it's not even supposed to be serious. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be. It would have to be campy and like yeah. oddly paced. Oh yeah, dude, I would. I would be here for a Yakuza series. <laughs> I would too. But uh, but yeah, like seeing that, I was like, it'd be kind of cool if they did like a cinematic universe for Sega or more, you know, good, you know, video game movies. And, yeah, good video game movies would be nice. Yeah, yeah. which is. To say because they're gonna keep making them, I just wish they'd make them good. Yeah, which is to say, like this is probably one of the better video game movies. It's besides. surprisingly good. Yeah, like when we were done with it, we we're like, I mean, well, me personally, I was like, well, it's really campy and weird in spots, but like, I mean, it still was pretty good. Like, better than like I know it was for kids, so obviously gonna be you know campy and like childish in my eyes right. but it still did a pretty decent job of like trying to bring in yeah. like elements of sonic's lore from his games yeah. and uh, i actually heard i actually heard someone talking about it <coughs> and um they were confused why the rings were able to transport you places and i was just like warp rings have been a thing since the yeah. first game yeah that, that's what they <laughs> that's do how that's you got from world the world. reason why he collects them <laughs> 
<laughs> it just confused me how how you can. I mean, I, I, he could just not be a Sonic fan, just right. not be aware of of the games and whatnot. But but it just confused me. Like how how can you? How did you miss that detail? The warp rings have been a th- a thing in every game, as far as I know. <laughs> um, but uh, damn it, <laughs> you uh, sorry, destroyed my train of thought. Thought rail of thought, rail adjacent. <laughs> uh, what the fuck was I talking about before uh, you went on to that? How he. But it, it's surprisingly a decent movie yeah. for being right. a video game movie. Like Detective Pikachu was actually pretty dang good. Probably the best yeah. one um, for being a you know a video game movie. And there's not a lot of those that can say that. Like I absolutely hate the Resident Evil series because they're <laughs> trash, garbage action. Movies. I don't even consider those video game movies. <laughs> I consider them taking an idea that was originally in a video game and going. We can tell a story about that. Yep. Uh, the Doom movie, the two, I think there have been two Doom movies. They have also not been very good I'm not even, I'm pretty sure I've just erased those from my really? memory. Really? You didn't like the Dwayne Johnson Doom movie? No. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm yeah, fairly. bad. I'm, I'm fairly <laughs> certain. being a smart ass. I'm, I'm fairly certain I just expunged those from my memory. Because until you said that Dwayne Johnson was in them, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. It was about. Dwayne Johnson and uh, fuck, who's the guy from The Boys? Uh... Which one? The main, like, the <laughs> Billy. Uh, Say it, you know you want to? Uh, well, 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 <laughs> invisible cunt. <laughs> Billy Butcher. Uh, Billy Butcher, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, he was the... Oh, what is I'm his... trying to... Rock it. Damn it, he was in right Star now. Trek. I'm yeah, useless uh, with names. Star Trek, yeah, Star Trek. fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, he was the main character in Doom. And uh, there's, like, a whole first-person sequence at the end of that movie. I, remember, I do remember See, like, that. As you're talking about this stuff, I remember, remember it. Yeah. But it's basically what basically what's happening is you're digging up those memories from wherever I buried them in my subconscious. <laughs> but yeah, like um, Sonic was pretty decent. Um, it had its rough patches for me personally. Um, but you know, that's my opinion. Eric could feel completely different. I mean, it definitely had its corny moments, but um, it's a Sonic story. I expect it to be corny <laughs> as hell. Yeah. But if it's not corny, 90 90s kid me is going to be a little disappointed. Um, but I scrutinize things way more than I think Eric does. Oh yeah. Um, even if I find the thing good that I watched, I'll still be, or played or, you know, read or, you know, whatever. I'll still go, yeah, but actually it was kind of ass, but it was still fun. I still enjoyed it. It's not like some people who are like, this was absolute shit. I wasted an hour of my time. If I mean, yeah, it wasn't the best thing, but I still enjoyed the yeah. hour and 40 minutes that I watched the movie. And, so. yeah, and I, I'm of the perspective, if if I enjoyed it to any degree, if if I walked away feeling positive about it, I don't care if it had flaws. Right. Right. I won't necessarily defend its flaws. There are some things that I will defend its flaws, but I still enjoyed it and see no reason to criticize. But so Sonic in the movie, he ends up on earth. We won't tell you how, (laughs) Um, but he ends up on earth and kind of like lives his life on earth, but he's, you know, doesn't want to, he's afraid to, you know, interact with people. And through circumstances, he, you know, he's basically, I guess like, they never really say... I don't think they say how much time has passed since he's been on Earth. They don't, but it's um, but, implied it's been a few years. Uh, but he's probably like a teenager, yeah. like young adult... Not young adult, but like, you know, yeah, I w- maybe I would say, like anywhere from like 12 to 14 yeah, kind of age yeah, I would, range. Yeah, I would say about that range. Um, But, you know, so he, you know, does, you know, 
floss twice, but yeah, yeah. I, I, w- I was actually talking to I was talking to a coworker uh, like the day after we saw it when I went to work. Um, I was talking to a coworker about it, and I told her because she's roughly the same age as me. She's a little younger, but still would have grown up aware of the old Sonic right. cartoon. <clears throat> and I warned her. Think of the way Sonic acts in this movie. Think of the way he acted in that old Sonic cartoon, which was made in the 90s. But modernized. If it was made today. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how he acts. Yeah. So be prepared for it's, that. It's age pandering. <laughs> yeah. Which yes, makes basically, yeah. it's like, age pandering. I, I mean, I hate to say it that way, but that's exactly what... Because you have to find a way to familiarize with that cu- the current audience, not the 30-year-old yeah. dudes who are yeah. going to see this now. Yeah. So, which is, but it's neat because they still throw references yeah. to the original games, which yeah. is really yeah. nice. They, um, uh, I also like, but they the, just make his personality and like things he references more, you know, modernized. Even though mm-hmm. he still like will reference, just like you know, Peter, uh, like Peter Parker and the Marvel Sp- Spider-Man universes, which it kind of annoys me sometimes that he won't know references. And then he like will like say something like about aliens, but he doesn't know about Star Wars. And I'm like, how the fuck have you? But like, it definitely there's like a forty year old, you know, fifty year old men writing yeah. this mm-hmm. child, yeah. which you can tell that Sonic was also written probably by like a thirty or yeah. forty year it's old definitely man. A, or, definitely know. a blind spot. Yeah. Um, where you're like, oh, okay, obviously they know. Uh, you know what's hip and hap the floss is something kids are all Hello, their, their kids are probably flossing all over oh, yeah. their house so i'll you know put in flossing but also i really like this 80s you know era joke so i'll you know talk about it yeah. too um but you know through weird circumstances you know he does get you know not caught but found out and you know robotnik is sent to come after him to catch him and all of that and and Jim, oh. Jim Carrey as Eggman. <laughs> he's, oh. he's, is it good? He's actually not bad. He's very eccentric and like sometimes at weird points, like he ham to me ham fistedly is written evil. But I mean, but it's Eggman. I mean, he's ham, he's the most ham fisted villain ever. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like, obviously, it's a video game. It's easier to like take that in. Mm-hmm. But when you, it's like a movie, you could like make it a little less subtle, but I mean, I get it. It's for children. Um, and I knew that while watching the movie, um, but I still can have that opinion that it feels a little yeah. ham fisted evil. Like he's definitely like, if he, he doesn't he, actually twirl his mustache, but at any given point in time off screen, he is going, <laughs> you think that I'm the evil man I am. <laughs> I work for the government, but I'm truly evil. Because one of the things that was ham-fisted... Um, That's the fourth fucking time, John. What, ham-fisted? <laughs> Fifth. <laughs> um, the little container, or like uh, like base, his little operation base he yeah. has, he overloads it with uh, Sonic's quill that he finds, um, and all the power goes out. And he like opens up the breaker, and it literally says, "Evil, evil uh, lab." Evil lab, and he hits the breaker to turn the power back on. I'm like, "How does no one realize? Why is the government no working looking with at his this? breaker box?" <laughs> but like the way he acts, like the government yeah. would never work with someone who is like this clearly an evil person. Um, We're not gonna get into that. <laughs> Is it really that ham-fisted? <laughs> We're not gonna get into that. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, but Jim Carrey's—he does a pretty good job of. Yeah, uh, I, I 
I, I think as as obtuse as of a role that they made, I think Jim Carrey was the perfect actor to do that role. Yeah, he he does a really if good job. Gone, of, if they had gone for a, a more subtle evil like like Josh is would would have liked. I don't think Jim Carrey would have been as good of a role. Right. <laughs> um, I'm not saying they had to like subtle all the time, but like but yeah, but, a ramp up. Yeah. He's like evil off the bat. Yeah. Um, like out of the gate, he's twisting yeah. his. But it's campy and self aware. Yeah. 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 So it, it's, I mean, it's for, but that specific amount of like campy, self aware bad guy is perfect for Jim Carrey. Yeah. Because I, I can't think of a time where Jim Carrey's played a subtle, wild character like that. That I enjoyed the number twenty three. Never seen it. That was a good fucking movie. hell. Eric. I guess that's what the Justin's <laughs> suggestions. Good be. God. Um, I've always I've always wanted to watch it, but yeah. eh. I, I, Jim Carrey I, does good as not just he's his only I know he, role. I know isn't he can. Just yeah. being well, a I, I know he, I know he can. But if if you're gonna go for a campy kids movie, and you want Jim Carrey to be that villain. I don't want him to be subtle. I want him to be ham fisted as goddamn. If you're making if you're making a kids movie and you're thinking, I want him like, to be the Grinch twenty four seven. Exactly. If you're making a kids movie, you're thinking, man, I want if if, if Jim Carrey's in it, you I want Ace Ventura. I want the Grinch. I want yeah. fucking Dumb and Dumber. I don't, you know, you don't want eh, on that topic. You don't want Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, yeah you don't really, that's or, he, he can uh, play those roles, but mm-hmm. Little Miss Sunshine. No, uh, was that him? No, I, I'm th- no, that wasn't. Truman Show or Truman, Truman Show is a good ass movie. The, the Truman, the Truman or, Show is know, the only serious Jim Carrey role I've ever seen. Or like God, number twenty three so or that TV show that he's in now. Yeah. That kidding TV. is what it's called, by the way. What kidding? The show kidding kidding yes. kidding. That that show is really good too. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I don't um, that. I've only seen the first episode, but I was hooked immediately. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, this is good. I like this. I, I saw a clip from it and I went, Jim Carrey. It's like <laughs> it's like a Mr. Rogers, but like if yeah, it's like a dark Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, like if the the if the person playing Mr. Rogers, like when he was done being Mr. Rogers, wanted to kill himself, kind of like so he's you know trying to be yeah you know, he's what is this on? Uh, I think it's Showtime. Yeah, um, it's it's like out. darkly optimistic. It's, yeah. it's 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 a real surreal kind of thing. <laughs> So let me ask that. I mean, you guys did talk about, uh, you did talk about Yakuza and the other one that I forgot. Jet Set. Yeah. What? Jet Set. Jet Set. Yeah. So what, what would be the next Sega movie that you want to see if they did a Sega universe and who would you want to see in it? Because apparently Jim I'm, Carrey I'm super this. pumped for a Yakuza movie. I'm super pumped for yeah, it. Um, I'm here for that. So I can't ask you who you want to be in it because, I mean, you're just going to start naming Asian actors that you're familiar yeah, with. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, obviously it's it's the perfect perfect movie to get more Asian actors into a big budget film. And I'm not going to try and list a bunch of them, but I want B.D. Wong in it, of course. Yeah, B.D. Wong deserves to be in that movie. <laughs> Damn, Yakuza would be so much fun. <laughs> Yakuza would be crazy fun. Yeah, uh, I was, I mean, because, you know, we're only thinking about us as Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, if, are, I, if I had, if I had one, one ask, it'd be BD Wong. Are there references to Tails and Knuckles in the Sonic yes. movie? Yes, there are references. There are. Yes, are yes they, there are. Are they explicitly in it? They are Pure references for the most part. No names are said, as far as I know. Okay. 
Um, but it kind of op- so like there is a for a sequel that would there oh there is hella ground for there's a, a yakuza movie mm, it's in Japanese that's what I was saying like from our American perspective we really probably <clears> don't know but yeah there's a Japanese yakuza movie already uh but yeah the um there are echidnas in the movie like at the beginning of the yeah. movie um. And they definitely set it up for a sequel. Yeah. Um, one of the end credit scenes they actually showed off in the trailers, the one where uh, it shows Robotnik or Jim Carrey, but he looks more like a Robotnik where he's got the yeah. shaped head and the big mustache. Mm-hmm. That's actually an end credit scene. Yeah. Uh, that's at the very end of the movie. Yeah. He doesn't um, look like that for basically the no, whole none movie. of the movie he doesn't the look whole like movie that. he doesn't yeah. look like that it's at the very end of the movie I mean, after it wraps at the end up. Of, at the end of the movie he is wearing the red like flight suit but um he, he doesn't he doesn't have a shaved head and he doesn't have the wild mustache and he doesn't have the more like red nose but mm-hmm. yeah they gave him the more red nose because he's like sunburnt um but yeah like that doesn't happen until like after the movie like everything's yeah. been wrapped up and there's been a happy little bow and then it like cuts to him and then the cut trailers play or the the end credits, and then there's a mid-roll before the rest of the credits, but I won't spoil the, that one. Um, but they definitely set it up for, they, like, even in interviews and stuff, they were talking about, like, how they would definitely think that they would like to make a sequel, because I, I know that 100%. Jim Carrey was, like, they have ideas to how to take Eggman to the next <clears throat> evolution of what he's supposed to look like, um, and how the movie the mid-roll uh, scene definitely leaves up for, oh, they could totally do a sequel now, um, which would be really cool. And, like, I t- would it would be cool, like, because they could literally just do, like, um, Sonic 3 storyline. Eggman uses Knuckles to get at Sonic. <laughs> right, yeah. They could just totally just pull yeah, that just pull as the, the uh, plot line. Because, like I said, they introduce Echidna's at the beginning of the movie, so they are all in about like that kind of like there are other Sonic like races. Mm-hmm. So So if if the sequel were going to lean heavily on Sonic lore, mm-hmm. that brings me to my next question. Is James Marsden just kind of a disposable thing as far as this is this is a human character anchor for this character to join this world and he could be, um, because like the whole theme of the movie is friendship, mm-hmm. and you know, friendship is magic, like literally magic. Fri- <laughs> um, friendship literally saves the world. Yeah, I guess literally. All right. <laughs> uh, without giving away too much, yeah, friendship literally saves the world. So like, if they d- they could just throw him away if they wanted to, if like he didn't want to come back, um, they could. Um, His role would probably be diminished quite a bit in a sequel, though. Yeah. Um, uh, because obviously they would introduce Tails, and yep. that's actual Sonic's best yeah. friend. And the, the whole, that whole sequel would most likely be about Sonic and Tails. Tails yeah. You know, trying to work together to fix whatever problem. Yeah. That's really weird. That I mean, I can kind of understand. At that. most, it'd be James Marsden at the beginning telling Sonic, "It's okay. This is." why you're here or something like that. It, it's like, it's they, really weird. They, they would, would still do use that. him yeah. like not like just throw him away. Cause they probably would not want to no. make a completely CGI movie with, you know, only Jim Carrey being the only human. <laughs> right. Um, what well, Jim Carrey talking to himself is some of the best, the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> um, 
But like, like they would, I wouldn't like they could if they wanted to. Like if he didn't want to come back, they could like explain it away for him to have another human family to find. Um, but like, the movie is centered around him and James Marsden's character and uh, Sonic becoming friends and like becoming a family unit because mm-hmm. um, Sonic is looking for a family and you know they he's looking for, you know, something else. And then and eventually he finds one with tails and Amy and knuckles and he leaves earth behind and they all live happily <laughs> ever together. And James Marsden gets fired. Um, but so, so I was like, trying to think of more characters, but I can't remember any other, but they could names. like <laughs> totally get rid of him if they wanted to, if he didn't want to come back, but they probably wouldn't to like keep up what continuity they tried. Mm-hmm. To yeah. Like, this is now his new family. This is who Sonic's family is. If they just went away with it, I mean, they could if they wanted to. But, like, the movie tries to make you, like, think that they're friends, but with no spoilers. They don't do a great job of making you, like, a, of a good connection. Like, they're definitely, like, they had bonding moments, but it was never, like, a uh, friendship can save the world kind of magic. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, like, it yeah. was never, it yeah. never felt like that kind of levels of, like, oh, yeah, they're definitely best friends yeah, by the, the end the, of it. Yeah, the, they're really the only, like, point in the movie you can point to and be like, this is why they're so close is because, well, they both almost died several times together. And that kind of, you know, trauma, I guess, brings people together when they can share it with each other. So brings a lot of blame. If you ask me, yeah. <laughs> you can, but that's like, the I could one. have had a perfectly normal life. Exactly. Until you showed up, you weird ass hell. Why'd you have to connect to me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you also saw birds of prey. Yeah, we did. All right, thoughts on that one. The fantabulous emancipation of, of one Harley Quinn. Of one Harley yeah, Quinn. Harleen Quinzel. Does she does she use a real name or her but no the mo- street uh, name? The movie title uh, is Harley Quinn. Of Harley Quinn. But they actually they changed it, it to yeah. just Birds of Prey or yeah, Harley Quinn, Quinn Birds, Birds of, of Prey. Prey. Yeah. Yeah. Um which makes better sense for the actual movie would it which is it's a Harley Quinn movie and the Birds of Prey are Kind of there, yeah. <laughs> um, which I know is one of the reasons why some people are like upset about the movie. Besides the fact that there's always going to be people that just hate DC stuff, um, but they're like, you know, this movie's trash, action's garbage, blah blah blah. But I mean, that's your opinion, man. You can you can have it. That's just like your opinion, man. Um, I thought it was still like it was fun it was, and, and colorful. Yeah. Um, and it was a it was a nice attempt to do something with that character. Um, and like I said, like the way they named the movie definitely was, you know, they were trying to be unique about it because you know it's Harley Quinn. Um, but the renamed title makes more sense for the actual movie. It should have been like Harley Harley Friends, Harley Quinn and, <laughs> and Friends, friends. <laughs> um, because. Like, the birds of prey don't actually like birds of prey until the end of the movie. Just just like, you know, Dr. Robotnik, he doesn't become Eggman until the movie's over. Right. Um, which, I mean, that's fine. I don't, it's not really, like, I knew going into it before I even, like, saw it, like, from trailers. I don't know why people, like, I, I've read people's comments about, like, how the trailers were misleading. I didn't get that at all. When I saw the trailers, I'm like, oh, this is a Harley Quinn movie. They just named it weird. But everybody's like, no, the the trailers totally leaned more on the Birds of Prey aspect. I'm like, "Uh, we were watching similar trailers because... I don't think you were. Mostly about 
Yeah. Harley yeah. Quinn. Yeah. I, I knew it was a Harley Quinn movie, and I didn't even care that much about it until we went you to know, go see Margot it. Margot Robbie was is the biggest star on the in the movie. Of course, it's about her. Um, but uh, I thought it was good. I liked some of the action sequence. I felt like some of the story was choppy and jumbled at times. And it's kind of funny because... They do it on purpose almost, though? Almost on purpose, <laughs> like tongue-in-cheek, but in the same way, like, they could have been structured better. But it's funny because both movies that we saw that same day referenced Olive Garden. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> because Sonic has two very same shameless plugs for Olive Garden, Olive Garden and Zillow. Like, the Zillow one is very ham-fisted. <laughs> it's like... They had to get that redesigned money somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but it was hilarious because it's like... I've been looking up... Oh, six. <laughs> I was looking up um, new apartments on, on Zillow. Zillow. Like, like, enjoy this. Like the fucking like, um, like it was it world. Was, yeah, like it was scene where he's like, ah, a nice Pepsi, and like kind yeah, of it was, like that kind of thing. Yeah, it was trans- <laughs> Transformers level of ad placement. <laughs> like that is great. Like though. they were told they need to like put this yeah. in the script. Yeah, like it's not really a spoiler, but the government, as after everything said and done, the government gifts um, the two human characters. A gift certificate to Olive Garden as thanks for as thanks. keeping quiet. And it's like, like when they open it, it's like, here's an Olive, Olive Garden, Garden like gift card. Like it's very like, <laughs> like it's one of those things where it feels like you're, it's on purpose, but you're really not sure. <laughs> this yeah, is worth saving the world yeah, for. <laughs> Paramount's like, we need more money to f- fix all of this, and Olive Garden's like. We got you. Your money. When you're here, your family. (laughs) (laughs) They say that in the movie. They make a fucking mob, bro. (laughs) We got your money. When you're here, your family. family. I'm I'm honestly surprised uh, there wasn't a Starbucks reference for that one scene. (laughs) That is that is great. Yeah, like both of the movies reference Olive Garden, and it was so weird because when it happened in Harley Quinn, we were like. The fuck? <laughs> we ju- what the hell we is going we on? We should have gone to Olive Garden that day. <laughs> no, I don't I like all sticks. I, I don't like Olive Garden enough to want to actually go there. For all right, so real quick, meal. Real, real quick, while we're talking about this, fuck you, Olive Garden, because you got rid of the braised beef and tortellini, so I don't have a reason to come back to you anymore. <laughs> so I'm glad you got their yeah, money, but you're not getting us. Yeah, burn those bridges. Exactly. Fuck that place. <laughs> but yeah, but. Um, and also both movies do a, um, uh, we should just start our movies where they begin moment. Now and Sonic's does it even better. Cause he's like, yep, that's me. Yeah. I bet you're wondering how I got here. Yeah. <laughs> but like both of them do that. And it was just weird coincidences that we saw both of these movies and they had similar, the like same day yeah. in the same day had similar structures. So like, obviously. Actually, we noticed, or me, I, I mean, I know, noticed, I don't know about uh, JT and Eric, um, but noticed, like, some of the things, I was like, why are these two things I think, uh, got, why do they have similar... I think, I think uh, it just might be a uh, coincidence that two campy tongue-in-cheek movies happen to make fun of the same meta thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, both of them referenced Olive Garden, and both of them had, uh, wait a minute. You you're probably wondering how this got here. That's and, pretty hilarious. 
it yeah, was just weird. I'm like, so- I, I really like the way Sonics did theirs because you could tell it was supposed to be tongue in cheek, but just like everything else about the movie, it was very. I'm so tired of saying this word, but ham fisted. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, because uh, like at the beginning, he, he literally does the, "Yep, that's me." <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I got here, and then he rewinds to like tell how they got up to that point, and then when they get back to that point, they freeze frame again and be like, "All right." Glad to have you back. Now that you're all caught up, we just I really want to see mo- that movie this week. We just start our movies where they begin, <laughs> and uh, Harley Quinn literally Until says that, that line. I've always told the best way to tell the story is to start it where it begins, and then it shows like a cartoon image of her as a baby. But it actually shows the sperm and egg. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, but it's funny that she says that because later on in the movie they do the wait. Let me tell you how this part happens because they like like us. Like, the structure of the movie is one of my problems with the movie. It's very choppy. Yeah. They kind of, like, move from, yeah, like, it's perspective a the, lot, but it's not necessarily, like, a good transition. Yeah. They're just like, oh, now this thing is now yeah. happening. Oh, we have to explain why this is happening yeah, they, now they instead did, of just they did this weird thing. why it happened. They did this weird thing where, like, the first half of the movie is supposedly being retold from present harley quinn's perspective like she's telling it to somebody but it's harley quinn so of, of course she jumps all over the place with right it. and then the last half after she catches everybody up is just kind of sort of a straight shot so it, it gives you this really weird jumping around thing and like then it changes structure yeah. yeah like a tarantino kind of thing where like but like his are good yeah <laughs> like his his he does his for like for like a purpose these don't yeah. feel as like purposeful yeah because he'll give you like he'll give you like some chops here some chops here and the last third of the movie he'll play like an entire storyline you're like oh fuck this is where this fits in this fits in this like but like there's those like they're trying to they're, they're basically directed <laughs> yeah, the they, movie. yeah they're basically yeah throwing they, it, instead of you like kind of like how the witcher does it where you're watching three different timelines but like they don't necessarily throw it in your face unless I'm sorry for the rest of the world who didn't understand that there are three different timelines going on in this <laughs> yep. show. You're fucking stupid. They they throw it in your face at the first episode that <laughs> this are three separate timelines. I have no idea how no one really got that. Yep. They, guess, like, they literally talk about how there are differences in the times of the like structure of the kingdom. Like, you could just get it from infrastructure. Why? Uh, so that's all. Speaking of The Witcher again, <laughs> yeah, how many but, times but they give that up? detail in the first episode? But it's like what, yeah. episode five or six when they just they hit you over the fucking head with it, and it's like very clearly, hey, I met this guy before who's obviously dead now and yeah. a, a prisoner in a different time. Like, but yeah, for 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 Birds of Prey, um, it definitely feels like they attempted to direct it in a style that makes it feel like. Harley Quinn is telling you this story, but of course she doesn't know how to tell a story. Yeah. But it just doesn't work out that way. It it works out in feeling like the director had a really avant-garde uh, direction with the storytelling. Like <laughs> I, I get like the idea. Like Erica saying, it's definitely meant for you to like. Harley Quinn is trying to tell you how these events all happen because that's literally how it happens. It feels when, like the when, director's I, trying to be Quentin Tarantino. And when a character shows up, she's like, oh no, let me tell you Let about, me tell you about how this character relates to me. Yeah, let me tell you how this character got to this point in the story. Um, so like, obviously they, you know, 
are doing it on purpose, but it just doesn't. It always, doesn't play right. It doesn't always play right. It doesn't land in the right. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. land completely right. Um, I mean, <clears throat> which doesn't just, doesn't hurt the film that badly. Yeah, it doesn't hurt it too badly. It's just you know once the movie finally gets to its climax, it's just finally all here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more like the first two thirds of the movie, and then the yeah one third of the la- end. It's actually not movie. that long of a movie either. Yeah, um, it's only an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So think about that jumping around for the majority of the movie, and then finally you get the climax. Does that make that the shortest DC film? Maybe. I think Maybe. It, yeah, it's not It's not two hours. I think it's like 100. Uh, it's an hour and 45 or something like That's that. That's crazy. I think it's exactly an hour 40, actually. Um, But yeah, both it and Sonic were not very long. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's, imagine, you know... 90 minutes, or it's not that, I was about to say, 90 minutes of jumping around and then the last 10 minutes are, but it's not that bad. It's yeah. not that bad, no, but, um, but, but it kind of does feel like that because I mean, the, the, that, the, the climax and resolution don't feel like it takes that long because the movie's so short. An yeah. hour and 15 minutes though of imbalance is still a pretty big thing for yeah. an hour, a hundred minute movie. So uh, like it, it definitely could have been written, directed better mm-hmm. and written better. I mean, Almost every movie can be written better, um, but it, it definitely could have been directed better. But it, it isn't. It doesn't make it hard to watch necessarily. I, I will say uh, something that helped. Like if it was a different movie atmosphere, it probably would have been a little different. But for that one, um, there were a little more junk jokesters in their in our crowd when we saw it. So yeah. like. Um, they weren't like saying jokes or whatever, but like, you know how not every movie experience. Sometimes you can go see a movie and maybe not everyone is liking it. This theater seemed to everyone seemed to be enjoying their time in the movie because like some jokes that didn't quite land, people still found them funny in the movie that we saw, yeah. and like it kind of made me chuckle hearing them laugh. I'm like yeah. that wasn't as funny as they think it is, but I mean I get it. It's funny. Yeah. Um, but like there were, there were attempts at jokes that actually landed fairly well and some that didn't, uh, but I mean, that's any movie, but, uh, it, uh, definitely it's rated R. So there's a decent amount of, uh, like cussing and blood and gore yeah. su- surprisingly. I, I will, I will say uh, the, the there act- is one very uncomfortable scene in that movie, <laughs> 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 like, but it's to like, show you how fucking twisted Sionis is. Yeah, it's... Oh, my God. It's very, It's not like, oh, I'm going to walk out of the movie, but, like, when it's happening, it just yeah. happens. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it, it's, yeah. it's not like... It just kind of hits you. It and it's just, not even like... The, the scene's not handled poorly. It just kind of happens. And it's not even like... It doesn't get that graphic, but it's just like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. He's a monster. Yeah. Um, You said you didn't care as much about... It's yeah. not really... He basically forces a, just a random girl, a random girl at his club, to strip in front of him and dance on the table. Hands a knife to a guy and tells tells was, him to cut the dress off of her. And she's like, "Please don't do this." And he's like, "What do I do?" And he's like, "Do it now!" And he like is ripping, like forcing the dress off of her. And she's just like, 
crying. I just want to say, to like oh wow, that's very herself. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah I just, no, I just want to. Everybody in the audience was yeah. like, "What the?" Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, ju- I just, I just want to say that uh, Sionis is is uh, portrayed by Ewan McGregor. So seeing Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi yell for someone to cut a dress off a lady while she's dancing on a table is quite disturbing. So I'm going to go ahead and say this now. Big Fish is my favorite movie. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I can watch this and have it ruin <laughs> have Big Fish for me. <laughs> yeah, just so you know, the scene just kind of happens. Like there's no build up to it at all. Like they, they really try to play up like how like paranoid and erratic this dude is. Yeah. Cause like the, how it kicks off is, um, he just basically, I think he just loses a deal, like doesn't go through for him. And she's laughing. And so he's at like, somebody's joke, not at, even at him, at him, not at him, at just a joke. The guy, the guy um, that gets forced to cut her dress off um, at his joke, because um, he's just he like turns the Zaz and like, what the fuck she laughing at? She laughing at me. And then like he gets up and. He walks over there and he's like, the fuck you laughing at? And she's like, oh my God, this is a joke. You have to hear it. And like, get on the table right now. And she's like, what? And everybody in the whole the bar, club, the whole club gets quiet and like, get on the fucking table right now. And it's, it just gets real intense real quick. Cause most of the movie has been fairly like light, light. Even yeah. when, even when he's like torturing someone, he uh, kills a family. Um, it's kind of played off. In a funny yeah, way, he's, yeah. That he, that scene isn't even really that hard to watch. Yeah, he skins um, three of their faces because it's black mass. He likes doing stuff like that, um, and he he takes their faces off. Or he has Zaz do it because he doesn't like getting his self dirty because it's black mass. That's how he is. Um, but and then he's gonna let the other the the third girl go, and she's slobbering, crying. And uh, she gets snot on his hand. And he's like, ooh, is that a snot bubble? Gross. I changed my mind. You can kill her. And he just like walks off. But it's like, he's it's funny. Yeah. Like, it <clears throat> comes off as a joke. Um, but this does not. Yeah, there's no jokes There's on this no one. joke about this. Like that one, he's like, you know, laughing and like yeah. joking. And the, like the music's a little more like. Yeah, if you hadn't noticed how neurotic he was at that point, you're gonna know now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like the music's a little more light right there um for that scene it's not like super intense um but for the the club scene like the music and everything just cuts out and it's it's like dead it's just his voice going do it do this now and it's fucking Hmm. weird and then yeah and then he just ends it and goes and then this is a joke and then he it's it's a good scene. It just feels very uncomfortable. Un- yeah, but it's like a, it's, All right. <laughs> it's not like in like a, a bad like yeah you know, no, how I, dare they but like it, it defi- definitely it definitely shows you how yeah like, like I appreciate the scene because it it really does show you like how how paranoid and erratic it, and erotic this guy is. Yeah, Sionis is fucking crazy, and it, this definitely if you didn't get it now. If you didn't get it until then, you got yeah. it now. Like yeah. right? he is a fucked up person. Yeah. And you shouldn't mess yeah, with I, him. Yeah, I, I think I think the the um, contradiction of the other scene, the the face skinning scene, where the like like you were saying, like the music's light, he's acting cheery and and happy about it and everything. I I I think that's a really good description of him. Like he's happy and cheerful and positive, doing these really violent things. But when he's not, he's 
paranoid and neurotic and erratic and violent. Right. Um, and he did a really good job of playing Black Mass. Yeah. Um, he, I, I enjoyed his portrayal of Roman uh, Sionis because Sionis is a is a not a hard character to do, but he's very like other. Like he's more intense than some of the other mob yeah. bosses. Some of the other mob bosses are just like, you know, I'm basically the Godfather, but this yeah. isn't a DC comic book. Sionis is fucking insane. Yeah, he's like one of the regular like rogue gallery level of insanity, but he's just a normal ass dude. Yeah, he's not like the Joker where like he the Joker's a normal ass dude, but he's like three of them at, <laughs> but you know, like the Joker has extra stuff about yeah. him. He is just a man, but he's also basically an agent of chaos where Sionis is literally just a rich dude. Yeah. He's a dude who has an infinite amount of money. He's basically an infinite amount of money. And like, you know, where penguin has his gimmick of, you know, but you know, Being I, a I use, mutant. <laughs> um, I use penguin based weaponry and, you know, um, I'm still rich, but you know, Sion is just a regular ass fucking dude who he's a regular ass dude with a one hell of a dissociative disorder, which is why I, I like that. They chose Victor to be uh, Victor's as is his like second in command. And the guy that they chose the, who, however, the way that they wrote Zaz, definitely, he does a really good job of being a fucking psychopath. Zaz is a fucking trip in some scenes, man. <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't know if you know much about Victor Zaz. He's, um, he's one of Batman's villains and he's basically just a serial killer. That's all he is. And each time he kills someone, he cuts himself to tally. Mm-hmm. Another kill. The scene when he's explaining that. <laughs> oh my God. That, that's the second most uncomfortable scene in the entire movie. And he's like, yeah, I got a special one right here. Right <laughs> just like the way he, like, like there's nothing really uncomfortable about the scene. It's just the way, I don't even know the actor who plays him. I don't, I don't, I don't even know his I, name. His face looks so familiar. He looks familiar, but I don't know who the hell I he is. I can't remember like who his name and but like, stuff. Just, just like the, the way he plays the character throughout the movie, when he gets to that point, it's like his first really like serious scene when he's talking to uh, one of the birds of prey. He's explaining like his motive or whatever you want to call it, like his lifestyle or whatever. It's right after he drugs Harley. Yeah. And he's about to kill her. Yeah. He's he's like, he's he's like explaining he's got a scar for each one. It's just like the way he plays the character in that scene. It's just like, I don't really want to look at him. (laughs) Yeah, he does a good job of being like he's very like the um, like even in the comics and stuff. Zaz is like a modern day uh, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Um, he normally goes after females, and they definitely like drove home the yeah, point that he's did. like that toxic, toxic masculine kind of mm-hmm. like women are just objects to me. Um, his mommy didn't love him enough or something to turn him this way. Um, but he Sad. probably got rejected by his high school crush, but he, he has that like hatred towards women. And like whenever he's on scene with one of the other girls, he spends a lot of time with not a lot interacting with either Harley or um, black canary. And like the way he talks to them and acts around them is very much like you're beneath me. And I just can't wait to get a chance to put my knife into you. And he's very unsettling sometimes. And it, 
it's it works. good. Yeah, it no, works yeah. because that's how so, some of the a, some of the best scenes were with him and uh, uh, Diane. Um, but yeah, like uh, he does a good job of coming off as a <laughs> fucking psycho killer. <laughs> um, Kiss kiss. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was a good movie. Like I enjoyed my time. Mm-hmm. It had its pot, you know. It had its weird moments and stuff like that, and I think uh, Elizabeth Olsen or Winstead, not Olsen, Elizabeth Winstead, the Ramona from uh, Scott Pilgrim, yeah, yeah, who that's married, why she looks familiar. Yeah, she's also <laughs> married to you, and they cheated on. Whoops, he cheated on his. Whoopsie. Spouse with her, and that's why she looks familiar. Is that real life? Yeah. Oh fuck! I did not know that. Mm-hmm. When right. they were doing Fargo, um, they got they were playing a couple, and I guess it's just a thing that happens in Hollywood when mm-hmm. you spend enough time with your on screen. Sometimes when you're acting intimate, it turns into actual yeah. intimacy. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, um, but they're like actually together in real life. But now I know plays, why she looks familiar that entire movie. <laughs> yeah, but she plays the Huntress. And <laughs> the Huntress is normally fairly a serious character. And they, Oh my god, she was my favorite character. <laughs> they make they make her serious, but they don't take her serious yeah. at all. And it's pretty hilarious like, sometimes. Well, like it's it's great because like the way they set her character up, it's like it's like the Huntress on her first hunt. Mm-hmm. I guess in a way to say it. So like she takes herself very seriously. Like she's Batman levels of serious, <laughs> but nobody else can take her seriously. Yeah. It's like what didn't happen to like what you don't see with Batman in his first year. Like uh, most people took Batman serious his first year because I mean, he's a master to shadows and stuff yeah. like that. And he uses other techniques, but the Huntress is also trained to a similar level. She's an assassin. Um, but yeah, like, None of them, no one really takes her serious. And it, it comes off funny sometimes. Just like, this wasn't, like, she's not trying to be funny, but what she says is funny. It What happens to her is funny. Um, oh, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I like the Huntress's character. Um, I felt like they didn't use Montoya as much as they could. She mm. kind of felt, eh. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. It definitely felt like a character they didn't know how to write. Yeah, um, I mean, because she's a staple of the Birds of Prey as Huntress and Black Canary. I, I did like Black Canary as well. Um, yeah, it's funny because like when when you asked if I wanted to go see Birds of Birds of Prey, you remember I said, I don't know, I, I don't feel either one way or the other about it. Like, I, I obviously I knew that Black Canary was in it, and I knew that Harley Quinn was in it. I didn't know about Huntress or uh, Montoya. But as soon as I saw Huntress, I knew she was the Huntress. <laughs> like as soon as she came out, like that's gotta be the Huntress. Cause I don't, I don't know anything about the birds of prey either. Uh, but as soon as I saw her, I'm like, that's obviously the Huntress. There's no one else that could be. That's gotta be the Huntress. Right. And it took most of the movie before they ever actually say her fucking name. It's, it's pretty funny. Like <laughs> the, how they said it. Like she never actually really gets to say her name. <laughs> Yeah, everyone Every, everyone interrupts her and just calls her the crossbow, crossbow killer. Ki- yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not the crossbow killer. I'm not the crossbow killer. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of funny but, how they like she's she's like I'm a serious person. Yeah. Take me like there's even a scene where she's in the mirror trying to like psych herself <laughs> up like 
you know, trying to get her like brood face on. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? And she always cuts back to her going, "You know who I am," <laughs> and getting interrupted so she can't say like. By the way, like so, like I knew, I knew the huntress was the huntress as soon as I saw her. I still don't know who the fuck Montoya is. She's a detective in the GDCPD. I mean, I wouldn't know what to do with that character either, to be honest. Um, fast and loose on the edge. Yeah, like, no one so takes the whole her time, Yeah, like, the whole time I was like, I mean, I'm sure she's from the actual comic books that these she's characters like come from. Okay, that's what I figured, but like, it just feels like she's just kind of like a throwaway character they put in there because they needed a fourth girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so overall, I thought both movies were pretty fun mm-hmm. like obviously everything has its flaws but uh i'm not you know bashing them yeah. as they much were, as everybody else they were the, both worth the money spent yeah oh. i um, enjoyed both movies probably equally yeah um, i'd say equally I'm both of them yeah. coming from coming from my perspective where i was honestly just hoping sonic would be enjoyable and not really caring one way or the other about birds of prey uh, not because I don't like DC movies or anything. It's just you didn't know much about it. I did. I didn't know much about right. it. And like Harley Quinn's a cool character, but I don't necessarily care about her that much as her own character, which is actually a theme of the movie. Same boat. <laughs> um, so like I was like, like when he asked me, I was like, I don't really. I'll I'll go watch Sonic because I want to give them my money for Sonic. Like I 100% want them to turn a profit on that yeah. movie. Um, but I think I'll skip Birds of Prey. I'll just I'll drive myself and just go home after that. And then Josh was like, "Well, I actually owe you some money, so I'll pay for the ticket." Okay. <laughs> see, I'm uh, I'm pretty much in the same place. I want to go see Sonic while it's in theaters. I want to take my kids. Uh, I, yes, give them even even like I actually told told somebody like even if you don't want to watch it, buy a ticket and just don't go. <laughs> yeah, I do want to I do want to go see that while it's in theaters. And uh, Birds of Prey, I'll probably catch when it comes out on blu-ray or something or digital I'll, it was, I'll wait they were both for for me they were both well i guess birds of prey was surprisingly good and sonic was satisfying i'm i'm really glad it was as good as i was hoping it would be which yeah. isn't saying that it was like a blockbuster or anything yeah because yeah, i was i was hoping like i was optimistic or i wanted to be optimistic towards birds of prey because most of the standalone-ish movies that DC has been putting out since, you know, Justice League. Everything after Justice League has been pretty good. Like, Aquaman may have been campy as hell, but it was still a fun ride. You know, Wonder Woman, Shazam. So I was like, this has got to be... I still need to see Shazam. This has got to be decent, right? Shazam's good. Um, this has to be good. Like, I mean, they're they're doing pretty good with their rate and how they're going. And if they could just make every movie on par with Wonder Woman, they'd be... They'd be killing no, it. The Joker, technically, it's not part of that that universe. But, but the Joker is still a DC movie. And yeah, that's still a good movie too. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was Joaquin, Joaquin, okay. Joaquin won an Oscar, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it. I'll I'll say that. Like, I didn't I didn't dislike it. I've I've got my feelings about the Joker. <laughs> gonna, we'll leave that for another day. Um, and then. Uh, so I was hoping, you know, Harley Quinn will be pretty cool. And she's literally the best and only thing that was good about Suicide Squad. So giving I her... Mean, I liked Will Smith's Deadshot. <laughs> he was all right. Um, but I was hoping if maybe if they could just capture her 
and give her her own movie. It'll be good. And I was so pleasantly surprised. Cool. I'm glad to hear that. I'm uh, like I said, I'll I'll check it out when it comes out on Blu-ray or digital, and I'm slightly less inclined to do that with the with the awkward sexual harassment scene. <laughs> but yeah, I'll still I'll still give it a chance. I mean, um, it's a good scene. Yeah. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I'll check it out. Uh, well, with that being ran through, I guess uh, we'll get ready to close up for the week. Um, I do like. I do like this movie conversation thing. We will, you know, try to reel that in going forward. Of course, it was the topic for this week. Yeah. Also, but, you know. Yeah. Literally just pulled this out of our ass. Yeah. <laughs> literally just pulled this out. Uh, and it was a fresh thing to talk about. So there's that. So check us out on the Discord for the Roommates Gaming Movie Club that we're going to have going up. Jump in there and just talk to us about everything. we got several channels full of lovely people that like to talk about things and that's great um again next monday check us out for property dads too because that's a lot of fun but real quick before we sign off we want to let you know that we're taking next week off from hard at play forgot to mention that earlier we won't be putting one up next week uh and that's because we're moving sets we're gonna be leaving this area and going to Another, another area. area. <laughs> Alone finally came through on that office, so no it didn't. <laughs> uh, so we'll be we'll Weird. be uh setting up a different different location for uh for filming. So in to give us a little bit of comfort time to get this torn down, that set up, we're gonna be taking the week off and putting these back on on equal number playing fields. So with that being said, we'll see you in two weeks for another sausage tray. Again, by week next week. Don't at us. <laughs> hard at play. I mean, uh, if you want to add us for suggestions, add I mean, us for yeah. anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't add us for hard at play. Uh, you get like a webcam video. Like, what's up, guys? <laughs> uh, so, I do appreciate you guys coming and doing this with us. It's always fun. Yep. I look forward to doing this again. Uh, Don't forget the movie that you need to watch is Twelve Monkeys. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, 12 but, Monkeys, 1995. Uh, 12 Monkeys, uh, obviously all that'll be in the... <laughs> 12 Monkeys for 1995. That's a hell of a <laughs> yeah, deal. That's a hell of a deal, <laughs> man. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. um, but you don't forget to you know, discuss that in the, the Discord. All the information yep. and stuff will be on our channel. But uh, just another reminder, 12 Monkeys. Yep. Uh, it'll obviously, we'll put that up in our Discord. Yep. yep. And, you know, of course, you know, smash that like button, subscribe and yeah. comment and all Share, that. Share, you know. All, all that stuff. That bell icon. I, we don't normally do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't normally say that shit. <laughs> all right. I mean, how long has YouTube been running that they should know to do that stuff? They should know to do it. But see, this is what we do. Like, we're at an hour and 10 minutes. And we're putting this on the tail end. People stopped caring like eight minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah. They're not. They've droned us out until we're like, yeah. If it isn't we in get the, if it isn't in the first like, thirty seconds of the video, it doesn't matter. Yeah. See, that's, that's, that's what actually YouTube recommends you put it in the middle of the video. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, Anchor does the same thing. Like uh, when they talk about sponsorships and stuff like that, which obviously we don't do. Yeah, but, you do uh, sponsors in the middle of your. Yeah, that they say do it at the beginning or do it in the middle. You get paid more for the middle. That's my understanding like uh, well because the whole point is to for retention yeah so you want them to go through the whole thing and yeah it's yeah. a whole deal yeah so now that we told you how youtube works <laughs> um thank you josh yeah. thank you eric mm -hmm. 
thank myself. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Justin. Thanks, for, guys. Uh, I appreciate it. Hosting us. <laughs> thank you for joining Hard at Play. Actually, no. Uh, thank this you is for a joining Sauce Hang on a minute. Hang on. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Have a good week. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs>